Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey, buddy. How's it going? I can't complain. Yeah? Yeah. But do you want to anyway? I'm fucking gonna. Yeah, goddammit. Let's get into this. I used a Stephen Lynch song to audition for an off-Broadway musical as God intended. Which one? You're going to have to be more specific well, on the question. No, I'm not going to be. I left that open-ended, and you need to guess which one I meant, and then I'll tell you if that was correct. If I were gay. Correct. Okay, good. All right. How'd it go? I don't know, because I still have to edit it and send it in. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. I think it went well. With a song like that, how could it go wrong? Really? No, I meant literally. Name all the name all the ways. Well, they could think I'm homophobic. Okay, that's one. Although Stephen Lynch was on Broadway. Yeah, he was. He was the wedding singer. So, yeah. Because Stephen Lynch is the working man's Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. How are you? Oh, I'm good, actually. I had to... I have the, I'm wearing the, I'm going for the smart look. Yeah. And it's literally because five seconds before I got on this, I went, I can't see anything out of my contacts. Yeah. Like nothing. So I had to take him out. I nearly died. Invited you casually to something. Sex. (laughs) You are on today. I am. You're firing on all cylinders, man. I'm actually not. And I think that's what's going on right now. I am so tired. I may fall asleep mid-sentence during this podcast. Please do. In fact, this might wake you up a little bit. Okay. This is just like a little mid-story ramble to tell you. Melinda found an email address where we can ask Olipop if they would like to be our sponsor. Yes! Really? I haven't done it yet. Oh my gosh. But I'm gonna. Oh, wait, Melinda, did Melinda go like searching for this? Or? Yeah, she wants to know all about it. She was listening Olipop? to the episode. Yeah, and she was like, what is this? It sounds great. It's a probiotic soda. It's good for the gut. Yeah. And it t- they really taste like actual soda. Does it use sugar? It, it must. Mu- it, it must use some kind must, of sweetener. Well, yes, it has some sort of sweetener in it. But it's really like low. Cocaine. It's a low level cocaine. As the sweetener. Oh, I nearly invited you yes. in a very casual way to Patreon. Uh, I got an email from them that was like, hey, we have these three different clubs we're setting up for podcasters. Okay. They're online Zoom clubs. One is like a general podcast when we're a bunch of patron, like Patreon users mm-hmm. uh, who run podcasts. We'll get on and talk about like what works for them, what doesn't work for them. Right. Another right. one I think was like a, a health lifestyle podcast club. And then there was a pop culture one Mm. that meets every Tuesday at 3 p.m. And I was like, I might invite Chris this, but I should check it out first. He's probably working anyway. I was like, I'm going to give this a look and just see what it's like and see if it's worth our time. Because like we did the fireside chat thing and right, right, right. That was not uh, that probably wasn't worth our time. So I was like, I'll just feel this out. It's a weekly thing for the next like two months. So I'll see how it goes. And, uh, it like set up a calendar thing for me, like in my yeah. Google calendar yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. the Zoom link. Yeah. And it said like, this is your unique Zoom link to get on. So I clicked it and it took me to the sign up page and I, I kept trying it because at first I was like, well, the I'm like sign up for Patreon for this club, for this club, okay. which I had already done. That's how I got the link. Right. So I was like, well, at first I was like, maybe it's like I'm the early. Loop. I know. Well, it's like two minutes early and like yeah. and then three hit three oh one three oh two and I'm still trying it and it's not working. And I was like, well, 
I guess I'll sign up again. So I signed up again, and now I'm on a waiting list. <laughs> a waiting list? Yeah. For a Zoom call. That I already got approved. To get on a group to talk about pop culture. Well, to talk about our podcast. Oh, okay. And also, like, like, to be... I, I, this sound, always sounds so cocky when I say it, but it's totally true. Inevitably, most likely, we would be the people with the most success there. And I don't mean that in a like a, a like we're hot shit or whatever. We're not. We're still like no. D list. We're but, still like lukewarm shit. But yeah, that's right. But most podcasts we're like room temperature shit. That's right. But most podcasts on Patreon are like just a couple of idiots with like a, a USB mic trying right. to, like how we were when we got started. Yeah, and now we're a couple of idiots with better equipment. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. I, we're a couple of idiots who use some of the money from Patreon to get better equipment. That's exactly. really all it is. Melinda won't stop sending me pictures of my new recording sign. It's great. Did you put it on TikTok? <laughs> no, not yet. I'm I should. You sent it to me. And I, I haven't like, been doing a lot of TikToking lately because it doesn't pay very well. No. And that's all you about. You about the dollar dollar bills. I am when I'm making. I'm all about when I'm putting in work. Mm-hmm. Cause like we're not a TikTok company. You and I have had this discussion off mic yes, before. Yeah, we're, we're not, not a TikTok. A, we're company. not a social media influence, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And if we can make some money to fund the podcast yes, that way, then, yes, great. But yeah. I'm literally making a penny a day, roughly right. on average. Right. right. So fuck them. You hear that TikTok? Unless you, you want to sponsor us, yeah. <laughs> then go nuts, go crazy, TikTok pizza pizza. Ah, I was gonna make the same joke. Yay! That's both good and bad because it's it's bad because I stole your joke, but it's good because it means we're on the same page. We're hive mind, baby. Yes, we're like the Borg. Oh, actually, I wanted to say, did you see SNL this past week? No. They in one of the sketches, they had Donald Trump go on a rant about Little Caesars, and I turned to Sarah and I was like, "This is on." Because Andrew and I have been talking about Little Caesars right now. We put it into the universe. And Lauren Michaels is obviously a huge fan of this is podcast. He still alive? Yes, he is. And he's a huge fan of this podcast. And so he wanted to send out a subtle message to us. To Was it us Alec know. Baldwin? No, uh, it's um, James Austin Johnson, who's like. I don't know who that is. He's, he's a new cast member this year. Actually. After this, uh, look up some of his. Tra- he does. Should I just look up the Little Caesars bit? You probably could. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, he does the best Trump, probably the best Trump today. It's better than Alec Baldwin. Is it better than Trump? It's almost exactly Trump. I almost I mean, don't it's like, like that. Then, Q-A-T. But I'll give it a try. It's, it's really, I'll really try good. It out. Uh, I mean, you'll be astounded by it. Um, Is this- it better than mine, though? I mean, nothing's better Could it than possibly yours. be better than mine? Nothing you know is what better the, You yours. know what the key to a good Donald J. Trump is? I've said it on this show many times, many times. You know what the key is? You start in Eric Cartman. You start up here, you guys. And then you just lower it. You lower it. You lower it just a little bit. And all of a sudden, you have Donald Trump. That was actually pretty good. That's not bad. It's absolutely true. A kid is losing. Did Sarah hit one of your kids? She's about to. <laughs> He's like losing his mind right now. Is he not sleeping? What happened? I mean, it doesn't sound like he's sleeping. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you. Big help on that one. <laughs> uh, is he like going down and then just waking up instantly? Do you have COVID? <laughs> no, he has teeth coming in. He's Same teething thing. right now. Yeah. Let me tell you, my first roommate when we were in grad school once said to me, don't you hate it when your wisdom teeth grow back? You did tell me this. And both of us were like, What? 
I mean, years apart from each other, but it's the same reaction I had. We got a subscription box of toys for Rowan, and in this one, it's, it changes depending. Like, it's a we subscribe to it, so like every four months, it's like a different level or whatever for him. And this one's had a little note that was like, "It's okay to be frustrated." Yeah, and you can't tell if it's, <laughs> it's a, like it doesn't make it doesn't make you a bad parent. Okay, was it addressed to the parents? Yeah, there oh, was all, there, so there was like there's a booklet that comes with that explains every toy or whatever. Right. And at the very end, it's like you know, as a side note, being frustrated with your child doesn't make you a bad parent. It's okay to get upset sometimes. Try to find some time to yourself. And try to, and they recommend uh, uh, catching up with an old friend named Jack Daniels. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic, geek, and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and ignore your child. My name is Chris Trebel. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Uh, But you're not ignoring your true child, which is me. I was just going to say the same thing. It's you. (laughs) We are on the same wavelength today. We are just on it today. Let's see how fast we can get off it. So... I'm sure at some point this will go off the rails, but let's find out when. Won't it be fun? (laughs) We'll find out together, Chris. Yes. We're going to go down with this ship playing these instruments. To the bitter end. I I never actually watched that movie, so I don't know what happens. And I've seen it many times and couldn't remember it anyway. So, (laughs) uh, Andrew? Yeah. Last week, Mm -hmm. I ended the show by saying next week, I don't know, we'll figure it out. And uh, then... Days go by, yada, yada, yada. And yesterday I texted you and I said, hey, what are we talking about tomorrow? <laughs> and I almost got you to watch two Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, Hedgehog movies. movies. Yes, yes. But thank goodness, because Taika Watiti has come through in a big, bad way because they put out a new Thor trailer. They sure did. And by a new Thor trailer, I mean a Thor trailer. That's right. It's a minute and a half of video. But we are going to break this down like the Zapruder film for at least 15 to 20 minutes. Back and to the left. Back Back and to to the the left. left. So, Andrew, you've seen this trailer. I actually haven't yet. I'm kidding. I was like, (laughs) you've done that to me before. You do it to me way more often. No, I meant you've done that to me before where I've been like, have you seen the trailer? And you're like, Melinda hasn't seen it. No, I know. I'm saying you do that to me. Like, how many times do we come in here and I have all the research and you're like, yeah, I'll riff on whatever you say. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not talking about research. I mean, just seeing a trailer. Oh, yeah, that's true. That very specific thing, because Melinda and I have made a blood pact. Where if I see a trailer without her, she is legally allowed in the state of New Jersey to murder me. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Thank you, Phil Murphy. <laughs> so, Phil Murphy is like, no masks, and uh, you can murder your spouse if they watch the Thor trailer without you. It was in the last press conference. Yeah. So I've yeah. watched this trailer multiple times. How many times have you watched this trailer by now? I literally couldn't tell you. Okay. I went through it frame by frame. Yeah, today. I've gone through it. I think four, four or five times now. Yeah, I think technically four or five times, but one time it took me 20 minutes. Yeah, I also watched through like a 
a breakdown and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, I watched a few of those. So there's there's even in this minute 30 gives us a lot, I think, to to work with as far as wild speculation, which if we're doing a podcast and we're on the Internet. Yeah. Isn't that what this is all here for? Well, and I can go into a little bit about the influences that are going to be behind this film. Yes. Which I would love for you to do. But I'm going to launch right into this, basically. So, first of all. Basically, the first thing we we see in this trailer is uh, kind of like a, almost like a montage little segment. Yeah, a little Rocky montage. A little Rocky montage. But what's cool is in the middle of it, you get classic Thor costume, which we haven't really yeah, seen. Yeah, for like a fraction of a second. But it's it looks, uh, it actually looks good. It, it looks doesn't fine. look too bad, you know? I guess. From the side and low lighting, sure, it looks great. Yeah, which is the only way that you should ever see that costume, <laughs> really. But there's a couple of things that, that's really going on here. I mean, we get our first look at Zeus. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can see the back of him, but it's definitely... Robert. And his hand. Yes. You see his hand. It's definitely Russell Crowe. Doing said, the Black Panther party symbol yes. with a lightning bolt in his hand. I like that lightning bolt. I like how just... Very obvious, like it's just a classic, plastic, plastic yeah, light people. I kind of love that. I will yeah. say, I kind of love that look for it. That it's not. Some, I can like, see giant... Taika Waititi as well being like, they're like Taika. We can't. We we've spent so much money on this already. We can't add lightning bolts to him. And he's like, what do you mean? I don't want lightning bolts. I just want. I went to the dollar store and I found yeah, this that, thing. Why won't that work? That, that, and they're like, oh, okay, I guess. Look at Taika Waititi. Thank you. You You're just welcome. have to do Korg. Oh, that's true. You do have, just have to do Korg. Piss off, ghost. So we get his first look. This is, uh, so this kind of brings up actually something that is more of a Moon Knight question really than anything, but it does kind of bring it up here. As far as gods are concerned in the MCU, are the Greek gods like the Norse gods who are just aliens? Or are they actual? I think they're just aliens. Yeah. But like in Moon Knight, you've got the Egyptian gods who seem to be actual gods. So some gods are gods. Nah. You think they're just aliens? Yeah, they're all just. Wait, the Egyptian in Moon Knight? They're just aliens. They they? talk about that in the comic. I mean, we don't know as far as the MCU. That's what I'm saying. In the comics, they talk about how they just like float in another dimension. Like he's in that little pyramid dimension or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Have you gotten to that yet? Nope. That's later in that Thanks, same arc. Jackass. Yeah. I mean, it's the no, it's, it's fine. fine. That's where that's Anubis. A I think at the end, Anubis is taking them somewhere, right? Yes. He uses Anubis to go somewhere again. I mean, they talk about that they're kind of like in another dimension, but right. there's no there's no specific thing of like we're just right. aliens, yeah, just yeah. like Thor. And they don't really else. say that, but Thor. Right. But they never really say that about Thor or anything either. And in fact, depending on which comic run you're reading right it's gonna change but i, I suspect that because there are nine realms right yes i suspect that there will be different hierarchies of quote gods that are just more powerful or less powerful than the levels above or below them oh yeah i know what you're saying okay yeah i mean i agree with you that greek gods are just going to be more aliens but I like more gods. I like the whatever Olympus looks to be or whatever the hell that is. I'm assuming it's Olympus. And we uh, may be getting Hercules soon as well. Yeah. I mean, you put in Zeus. Why not Hercules? Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be cool as well. Who is a Marvel character. Yeah, exactly. I still love that lightning bolt. (laughs) It's the lightning bolt that Shazam should be. It's literally what I thought when I saw that. I was like, oh, that's what they should do for Shazam. Yeah. There's a Spider-Man Easter egg. In this, or I shouldn't say there's a Spider-Man Easter egg in this. There's an Easter egg from Spider-Man No Way Home that kind of gets extrapolated 
obviously in this movie, but you see a little bit. So there's um, we see New Asgard is thriving. You know, there's there's all these cruise ships, clearly a tourist destination now, which I kind of love that. Yeah, that it's now just a giant tourist destination. Um, but there's so in No Way Home, there's there's apparently a news ticker. And at the bottom, it says something like um, New Asgard political turmoil or something. Yeah, it continues something like that. Yeah. And then we see we see some sort of like conference room with Valkyrie in it, who it looks very uncomfortable in that suit. And it's not a good suit for her. Oh, I disagree. You think so? Yeah. I, I mean, look, you put any attractive celebrity in a suit, as long as it fits. But see, I, well, it doesn't look like it fits me. It That's, fits. I don't it, think it, fits. it does fit. I don't think it fits. It fits. Does it? You fit? just don't like the cut of it. Did you That's catch Meek's pencil? But you just don't like the cut of it. That's just a personal opinion. That's that's. Nah, you could get a different cut. It fits better. What are you talking? No, it's just you, you get it tailored regardless of the cut. The cut is a style. Yes, I know what the. Listen, you don't have to talk to me about suits, Mr. I own one blazer. Evidently, I fucking do, jackass. Wow. You, wanna fucking- you know what? <laughs> Let's fucking do this. You want me to go put on my sweet coat? Still on the same page, though. I know, we Still are. on the same page, I feel we like. Are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even as we're giving each other black eyes in the parking lot. Did you see Meek in a pencil skirt? I saw that. Yes. Off to the side, like, at first I thought she was, like, mixing a drink or something. I think she's taking minutes. She could be taking minutes. I, she, I, <laughs> I thought, I swear, the first time I watched it, I was like, she just, she working a drink shaker there? What, yeah. What's going on? Could be, yeah. Serving drinks at the board meeting or whatever. Oh, I also, this is a good uh, opportunity for me to point out, before we get into this, I should say I have access to some spoiler artwork, <gasps> but I'm not going to mention any of it. Uh, I'll just say... There's a few things. Are you going to show it on the Patreon? No. There's a few things mm-hmm. with. Um, Are you going to show it to me? No. After this I'll, show, I'll ends? tell you about it. I guess. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but if Marvel's listening, I'm definitely not going to tell you about it. Excellent. It's not like super spoilery. I think it's more of a like. There are a couple bits right. that I think are going to be ruined if I if I were to say something. Right. One of them does involve Meek. And another one, though, there is a bit of a, what did they call the the super, was it Mustache Gate? Yes. Was it Superman Superman? where they had to like remove a thing? Yeah. There's a bit of a, a a bit of a little Mustache Gate going on in this trailer where maybe something is, uh, you know, like Marvel takes things out of the trailers sometimes or. Yes. Or puts things in or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of that happening. Like they've done it before with Thor movies where like they showed scenes with both his eyes. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So uh, there's a bit of that going on in this as well. Interesting. Maybe in three months, (laughs) I'll uh, I'll be able to tell you what it is. Excellent. Well, I mean, I can't wait. And I will definitely remember this conversation three months from now. Actually, what I wanted to say about the the Spider-Man Easter egg is that what that means essentially is that this movie... Is it kind of places it right in the timeline? Everybody's always like trying to figure out where all these movies are taking place. So this kind of places it, I would assume, simultaneous to Spider-Man: No Way Home, which means that a possible post-credit scene could be something to do with the rip, with the multi-dimensional rip. Like we, they, they kind of have been using it a little bit throughout between Venom. No way home, Morbius, and now you could possibly okay. End but this. two of those are not in the MCU. No, I know they're not. But I'm saying they're kind of going. They're they're kind of going balls to the wall with this with this this uh, phase mul- this multiverse rip yeah. thing that they're with doing. this phase, which yeah, would make sense because that's what they've done before. With uh, I remember with the second phase, everyone had the question: 
So we're going to have the first movie after phase one was Iron Man three. And everyone was like, why is Iron Man alone fighting all of this shit? Where's everyone right. else? Right. And then we got Captain America Winter Soldier. Right. And we got uh, maybe Thor Dark World. I don't remember which one. Came I next, think so. But, yeah. But, you know, we were like, oh, OK, all these they're all busy. So yeah, that's all doing uh, that stuff. could be what they're doing now. Right. Showing like why not everyone is handling this at once. And then maybe right. the end of the next phase will be all of them coming together. I mean, I know we're not getting an Avengers movie, but it may be them all working together to sort of try to solve what's happening. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I think that's interesting. I think it's it's interesting to f- figure out like, okay, this is really going on. And I still say this supports my wild accusation that all these things are happening like over the course of like a week. That this entire phase over the next like five years happens over the course of like five days or something. So when is the end of No Way Home in this little thing of yours? Listen, most of the time I'm pretty drunk when I say all this stuff, so it doesn't matter. You're like that meme of Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny where he's got the (laughs) strings going all over the boards and he's like hopped up on caffeine. That's me. That's me all of the time with this. That's all it is. And what I love about it is when I'm horribly wrong, I just don't care. And you can scream (laughs) at me all you want, whether it's you, Andrew, or you, Internet. Or and we you, will Andrew, never acknowledge and it. And I don't give a shit. We got to first look at Mighty Thor. At the Mighty Thor. Oh, man, you skipped right to the end. Yeah, no, I'm just kind of going all over the place. Man. Um, uh, you can, uh, if you got something you want to throw in here, throw in got a in ton something. of stuff to throw Go in. It. Go for it. We got throw so much stuff. stuff. We got a brief shot of Sean Gunn as Kraglin solidifying his spot in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, that's right. He's got his little fin on. Mm-hmm. He's got the little whistle arrow. Looks pretty good. Did you even notice? No, I did. Did I notice that? I can't remember <laughs> if I saw There's it. like a literally like a two second shot where they're all running and he's in the group. Oh, no. Then I did miss it. I saw that. I know the shot you're talking about. I just didn't see Cracklin in it. What else we got? We got our first look at Tooth Grinder and Tooth Nasher. Yes. The goats. The giant ship yeah, thing. Yeah, this little chariot. Do you see the little cocktail uh, sign that's in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It evidently is uh, from some B-list Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, cocktail. Yeah, sure. I've never seen it. Do you not know this movie? No. It's the movie where he's it, it, he like does all the flipping of the bottles and everything. Have you never seen this? No. Oh my gosh. I don't Andrew. watch Tom Cruise movies. Oh, Andrew. It's it's a good Tom Cruise movie. I don't believe you. He's a bartender. He flips all the bottles and everything around. I can do that. Who gives a shit? Oh no, not like this. I bet not I like can. Tom Cruise does. I bet it. I could recreate any scene he does that in. Alright, here's the thing. Take anything that you can do and Tom Cruise can do it. Times, um, times Tom Cruise. Challenge. Okay. Looking ugly. Wait, hold on. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> what about Born on the Fourth of July? Wait, no. I'll raise you. What about Tropic Thunder? Mm, is that is that is that uglier? All right, I got to start messing up my face, I guess, and my hands. He had weird hands in those yeah. movies. He had weird hands in that. He had weird hands in that. What else? We get uh, Russell Crowe. I don't know if we uh, said this part, that Russell Crowe is playing Zeus. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We got his back a little bit. Yeah, and his hand, like we said. But Russell Crowe has uh, ugly Tom Cruise hands. I don't think that's true. He's got, like, pudgy hands in there. He's got, like, Tropic Thunder Pudgy hands hands. doesn't make it ugly hands. Mm, Doesn't it, though? How dare you? Let me see your hands. They're not that pudgy. Now I'm self-conscious about it. I'm not showing you my hands. No, let me see. Give me your cunt. Put a hand up to the camera. No. Give, give me. No, here, I'll put it a different way. What are you, a fetishist? Let me see your hands. This is a fetish for you? Let me see him. Let me see him. Come on. Just give me a peek. Give me a peek you at the hands. must be crazy to walk around a glove store for you. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I mean. See people putting clothes on, taking them off. Taking them off. Gross. 
been putting them on. Oh, oh yeah. The fuck were we talking? Oh, I thought I, for I sure it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I had a theory. Melinda was like, actually brought up since we brought up Mighty Thor. She was like, "Do we know that this is Jane Foster from this universe?" And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And actually, that is interesting. When we first saw Zeus, yes. I thought, "Is that Thor from a different dimension?" Oh, I see. But what I'm you're pretty saying. sure we've. It's been confirmed that that is Russell Crowe. Yeah, I think it definitely would be. I don't think that they. I don't think we're ready yet to have like, and I'm conscious I'm saying this directly after No Way Home, which is literally a movie about characters from other dimensions coming over. But I don't think we're quite there yet to just have like, let's just replace this character with the other dimension version of this character as far as like, like a Jane Foster character. I think we're, you know, I think you can do it for a little bit in something like a No Way Home or a Doctor Strange where characters are introduced and then they're gone or something like that. Or they're established characters from other universes, from other movies that we've seen. Um, but I don't think we're there where it's just like, ah, there's no there's no more of this Jane Foster, but we're going to bring in this Jane Foster. I would be more worried that uh, two of the three movies that we get from the MCU in like the past year are basically the same story. Right, exactly. So I I think this is our Jane Foster that we, that we know of. Also, if you notice, that fight is... I don't know where it's happening, but it's definitely on Earth. Like you, There are a couple of shots where you see he's clearly off-planet, and that fight is definitely on Earth because there's... Yeah, there are cars. There's cars and everything everywhere. It's interesting, though, too. I suspect it's new Asgard because people are... If you look, nobody's got a gun. There are people True. wearing, like, metal helmets. People are swinging swords. Yes, you're right. So it, it's probably New Asgard. New Asgard is probably under attack. And we see there's a car driving through there at the beginning. Yeah. Also, if you see, that's that's definitely old-school Mjolnir because it's cracked beyond belief. I know. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. That's the biggest thing that says it for me, that it's our Jane Foster because she's she has the one that hella cracked. Right, exactly. So that would, yeah, like you just said, that would definitely... The only thing that really made that uh, that theory have weight for me as well is that in the comic, I wrote it down, Thor, God of Thunder, which is the run with Gore the God Butcher, which, who we'll get to, um, in that one, there are many different timelines of Thor that the antagonist is trying to kill in different timelines. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I, I suspect you're right. In the comics, is Jane Foster a blonde? Because she's blonde in this. Yeah, she is, but she's also bald in, in the comic. Well, that's true, because she was suffering from cancer. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But I meant originally when she's yeah, I'm not. not sure. I don't think so. Because I, I did. That is something I bumped on where I was just like, does it turn her blonde? Does it turn everyone blonde? Is that what happens? Was Thor originally a redhead or something? And then he got then he got the power of Thor and it just turned to blonde. It would explain why in the first movie his eyebrows are so bleach blonde because it just turned his entire body blonde. That's it. You're looking it up right now, aren't you? I am. I'm trying to. All, it, I searched Jane Foster comics right. and it's all. It's, you know what? She's brunette. And it turns her blonde. OK, cool. All right. Interesting. Is that what happened to Thor's eyebrows? This is what I'm saying. This is what I mean. Did it? Was he already, or was he already blonde? And because well, he got I'm the saying power, is he learned how to control a little bit of it, so he could turn his eyebrows back to their color. natural yeah, color. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I'm like, was he? Maybe he was blonde already, but then he got the power of Thor, and it made him even more blonde. And that's how you get the eyebrow thing, because it was just blonde on blonde, and it's too blonde. Yeah, she's she's brunette, hundred okay. percent. That's such an odd thing to do. 
What an odd thing. I feel like Odin was like, uh, just so you know, this turns you blonde. And they're like, why does it do that? And he's like, I don't know. I just, I can't, it's a glitch. I can't fix it. But everything else seems to work fine. So don't worry about it. Also, on an unrelated note, uh, it turns your eyes blue and it makes your skin white. Yeah. I just find that it, it makes you sort of superior. In that oh, way, I, I'm not oh. sure. Oh. <laughs> not yes, sure. here it comes. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, it's just a feeling I have. Let's see how far into just this? Just a are feeling we? I got. Just it makes you feel sort of. Hmm, I don't hey, know. Like uh, 34 minutes into get offensive. That's like, a pretty. <laughs> that's almost a new record for us. <laughs> it's the uh, the you know. You guys want to have a race to the hammer? We could call it. No, 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 expert race. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> I would say it's this. even better. Don't don't do it. Than an expert don't, race. Don't do it. Don't do it. What would we don't call it, it, though? I could hear <laughs> the numbers dropping already. <laughs> I can physically hear the numbers going. Uh, <laughs> man. Anyway, let's put on Weekend at Bernie's. I love that movie. Ah! <laughs> Oh, this is <laughs> sorry. Terrible. Sorry, weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah, good. Yeah, I have yeah, to clarify. Please clarify the bit, please. No, Make you sure guys you... don't want to watch that movie. I guess it is a little old hat. You guys want to put on Song of the South? We're horrible. We're all horrible. It's one of my favorites. I'm being Odin. This is Odin. You're right. That you're right. That Odin makes it says all we're this. We're not canceled. <laughs> Odin should be canceled. Oh, He's the geez. one who's like just turning people's hair blonde for no reason. Why else? would he do it he's a fucking racist i'm telling you i think it's a glitch you know when you're like the computer does some weird thing and you're like but everything else is working so it's never turned my hair blonde not yet <laughs> it's also never given you this power of thor you don't know my life it's true that's true i don't know what you do you know wednesday to how do you Monday. think i got this hair that's true it is mm-hmm. it is very thor-esque i went as thor to comic-con I remember. you think that I was, was a choice there. yes it was, no it I wasn't to, not that year because i couldn't hide it any longer because the because marvel finally gave everyone the ability to go as thor no because my computer glitched and gave me the power of thor yeah that's true you want some more stuff yeah let's do i i got some stuff but you you also get get to do some stuff we also got a a glimpse of Falagar the behemoth and the shot that we see of this character is ripped straight from Thor, God of Thunder. Yeah, I know. I saw that too. It's a great shot, right? Yeah, it's a great shot. Isn't that amazing that those are there? It's almost exactly the same shot. I saw that and I was like, I almost feel like they just copy pasted. I know. For anyone who is not on the Patreon, we uh, we we're showing the comparison right now. But there's a a shot in the trailer that is i mean it literally looks like he's describing a copy and paste from the comics i was like i bet you they copy and pasted this and then just was like traced and now over we, it and now we detail it and yeah, we just, just make it three-dimensional it. yeah pretty much um because it is it's like it, the rocks and everything i know are the everything. same even there's even like a y i mean you can't really see it on this video unless you zoom in really far but there's like a y-shaped cut on the snout on both of them oh yeah i see what you're talking about yeah. So weird. It's crazy. In the comics, this character, Falagar, is not just some random beast that you might think is just like being murdered for no reason. Actually, in the comics, he's a very good th- uh, friend of Thor's, who's also a god. And so Gore the God Butcher takes him out before Thor has the chance to go warn him. And uh, this is, which is why actually the very next shot in the trailer is Thor looking very sad because this isn't just some random monster. This is a friend of his. Actually, that kind of brings up an interesting point. As far as the plot 
goes for this this movie. This trailer doesn't give us a whole lot, but what do you what do you do, do you start to feel like you get even an inkling of what the story of this this movie might be because of it? Yeah. Yeah, Go for, for sure. It. What do you what No, cuz I'm interested cuz I I was kind of like sort of forming an outline of of what this yeah. might be, but I'm I'm curious what you got for. It's uh, it's about coming into adulthood. Because even though Thor, even though Chris Hemsworth is a grown ass man, is he ever? Thor is not. Isn't he ever? They live hundreds, potentially thousands of years. Yeah. And so he's still trying to figure out what it means to be the person that he is and to be the heir to the Asgardian throne. Right. And uh, part of that, he's still he's trying to figure it out. He's tried being a warrior. He's tried being a savior. All it's done is gotten his friends and family killed. So now he's going to try to be like a Zen monk. He's going to try to be super peaceful, live a life of... Uh, What's that word where you don't pacifism? believe in war? That's the one, pacifism. He's going to try to live a life of pacifism. I can't believe I'm the one who had to come up with that word. I the know. Two of us. We're switching sides. We're riding the same wavelengths. Oh, it's great. God, I'm feeling We finish each other's sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe that just happened. Yes, it did. Uh, just live in this moment, baby. I feel like just we need to just moment. shut it down forever. I mean, well, we're going to end it after this episode. This is it. <laughs> for us. This is what we've been working for six years for. And uh, he finds out that somebody's going around killing gods and some of them are his best friends. Like, so you feel like this is almost like a Godfather three situation where it's I've like never every time it. I think well, I'm just going to give you the quote right. every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in type yeah, of thing. I think so. OK, well, not. Maybe I mean maybe this is the first time he's out, so I don't I don't know right, if this is. But it's one of those things of like yeah, I yeah. tried to get out, yeah, and now but I'm still being pulled back in. And uh, so now Jane Foster is in that as well. Yeah, because she's a god. I suspect as well Russell Crowe is going to be killed immediately. Oh really? You think yeah. he's going to be killed? I think that's going to. I think they're going to go to him to either ask what's going on or to warn him. And then and Gore the God killed. Butcher is going to come in and just fucking murder him. Oh. Gore the God Butcher is not a guy to fuck around with. No. Also in this trailer, no Gore the God Butcher. I know. I was going to bring that up, but I wanted to get through the stuff we do see first. So I do want to talk a little bit about Natalie Portman as Mighty Thor as well. Right. So that character is very interesting. It's a. It, it was part of a uh, what a lot of people thought was like Marvel trying to be woke in like the the mid 2010s. <laughs> yes, I remember this. With like uh, Miss Marvel was created, Ironheart was created. We got a Black Captain America, or as I call him, Blacked in America. I don't. Please don't. Please don't have me. I've never said that. (laughs) Uh, But we got all these really cool things. Like the Avengers were basically all made up of BIPOC characters and women, which was great for like a minute. Right. Um, Oh, Miles Morales was part of that wave as well. Great characters. So uh, uh, Jane Foster has cancer and she's offered... A lot of outs, magic, healing spells and and potions and stuff. But she doesn't want any of that shit. She's like, if this is my, you know, this is my destiny. This came to me for a reason. Thor, meanwhile, becomes unworthy to wield Mjolnir because of reasons. Is this the, sorry to interrupt, but is this the one where um, Nick Fury makes him unworthy? Is this the one where he whispers in his ear and. I don't remember. Okay. I don't know. This was. Six years ago. You don't remember one comic storyline from six years ago? I know, I'm terrible at this. You fucking amateur. I'll tell you what, I'll Google it, and then I'll cut out all the time it took to Google it, and then I'll tell you. Here's what I'll do, I'll do it later. So, here here we go. Uh, No, actually, it's not, but I don't have the time to get into it. Pause. Yeah, that's the one. Anyway, moving on. Excellent. 
Great. Thank so you. now I have both. Depending on which one, I can use either one. Cool, cool, cool. Or how about this? Instead of cutting around that stuff, just keep all that stuff, cut everything else out. I love it. That's what I'm saying. We're right on this. What? What? What the fuck Jane were Foster we talking? Oh, so he he loses it on the he loses it on the moon. Okay, he's no longer worthy. He fucks off, and then it starts to call out to Jane Foster, and I believe Heimdall is like, "Hey!" He notices it too, and he's like, "Hey, uh, Jane Foster, the hammer's calling to you." Hey, so he like, and it's really loud and distracting. Yeah, I'm can just, you just can you I'm do this so it can here. shut the fuck up? I'm trying to, Jesus I'm trying to read Christ. a book. So he brings her to it, and she lifts it, and it cures her cancer, and she is Mighty Thor. Ah. And then she's like... Where'd this blonde hair come from? You know that stuff where I said about magic curing my thing, and I don't want it to? But I don't think she can reverse it at this point. Like, she picks up the hammer, and she's like, well... Oopies. Oh, well. Yeah. Oopsie. (laughs) Whoops. Whoopsie doopsie. As I recall... Like the way that Shazam brings his powers about, that's what she says when she be, every time she becomes mighty. <laughs> whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> whoopsie doopsie. Yes. Yeah. That was the first <laughs> story arc of the Mighty Thor. The Mighty that's Thor. That's right. Mighty, mighty Thor Volume 1. Whoopsie doopsie. Whoopsie doopsie. That's right. <laughs> Great. That's Except awesome. it's Thor, so it's like whoopsieth doopsieth. Yes. Yes, of course. Of course. Directed by Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Do you think that's why his name is Kenneth? So he could direct things kind of whoopsie doopsie and His be- real name was Kenny, and he started doing Shakespeare, so it had to, he had to change it to Kenneth. Yeah, just so people took him seriously. Yeah. Well, because that's more Shakespearean. Yeah, he'd go in for an audition, and they, he's like, hi, I'm Kenny Branagh. He's like, well, no, and then he started being like, my name is Kenneth Branagh, and people were like, this guy's too good. But no, too much. Yeah. Too much. So he had to shorten Back it. it and, but yeah. sometimes he'd go and he tried doing the last name and it would be Kenny Branith. And they, as soon as he said Kenny, they were like, no, get the fuck out of here. No Kenny's. Yeah. So he had to do that one first. Do you think at one point he, there was a middling period when he just was called Ken Abrena? No. I agree. Okay, great. <laughs> Anyway, she looks great. Uh, Natalie Portman is yes. the mighty so. I, I was a so was Kenneth Branagh. Sure. They both I, look yeah, great. No, she does. She looks really good. Um, I'm excited to see how Me this too. How I'm this already seeing people who've never read a comic complaining about it, and I'm so excited. Which is the mark of a good movie. It is. We got it is. Uh, Fat Thor. How, how long do you think we get Fat Thor for? Five minutes. That's what I'm thinking, too. People are yeah. upset about this. Did, have you seen this? No. There was some, a little upset that Fat Thor, they're like... It's uh, they're saying something like it's it's fat shaming because you have this character who is fat and then he immediately wants to get fit again. Yeah, but he's also an intergalactic superhero. Right. Like, I don't want and I don't know if this is fat as to say if it is. Please educate me. I apologize in advance. I don't want a fat fireman to come in and save me. I want a dude who's like. 400 pounds of raw muscle and 0% body fat so that all he has to haul down the stairs is my fucking fat ass. And I'll be like, wait, 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 make a stop to the kitchen so I can get my ice cream. I don't want to lose it. And I'll come out eating the ice cream. Yeah, but you do that because you set the fire so that the 400 muscle man. 400 muscle men. Yeah. 400 of them. 400 muscles, a pound per muscle. I see. Um, I see. Yeah. 
You do that so he comes in because you just do it for really the kink of of the. I mean, it doesn't cost anything. This is what capitalists always say, right? Like, if you socialize medicine, people are just going to be going to the doctor willy nilly. The same way that I call the fire department every goddamn day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who wouldn't want a four hundred pound fireman? The fuck are we talking about? I uh, here's what I, I my my concern is not that Thor got fat and then he people who. Like, if you ever watch, like, Strongman, well, no, that's a bad example. If you ever watch, like, Mr. Universe contestants, in the off season, they put on a lot of weight, like, fat, and then they lose the weight. It's called, um... Hibernation. <laughs> no, but there's, like, uh, you put on weight, and then you shed the weight, and then you put on the weight, and then you... Like, you bulk up, and then you slim down. Dieting. Like, the way that you do that is you, you eat a fuck ton and work out as much as you can, because without the calories, you're not going to be able to put on muscle. And true. And then, like, a month before you do your contest, you basically stop eating. It's called hibernating. That's not true. It's called Andrew Dunn? No, I would never. <laughs> I, could, I could I could do one part of that and I'll let you figure out which one it is. It's the eating, isn't it's it? The eating. It's the eating. It fucking you look is. so it's good at it too. I've seen you do it. You're so good. I'm great at eating. Oh my gosh. You're like a champion. What the fuck were we what are we talking about? It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Fat Thor. Oh, what I was gonna say is if you have a problem with that. Like if you have a pro- if you're worried about like the fat shaming of Marvel, what you need is a fat superhero then. Yeah, that stays fat. That starts fat right. and st- ends fat. Yeah, and maybe yeah. they can fluctuate here and there, but like they never look like Chris Hemsworth. Right, you need exactly. like a, I can never remember her name, but there's um a comic that I actually really like that I think actually Eric Scottolotti. Oh, friend is of- it Faith? Is yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Faith. Yeah, it's Faith. That's it. Yeah, that's a great yeah, yeah. series. She's a great superhero. I've, I've heard it's really good. I haven't read it. She's yet, an overweight but superhero, really- but her weight has yes. nothing to do with it. Like she's that's just yeah, the way yeah. she's designed, and it works great, and it's fantastic. Also, I think from a movie standpoint, as brave and as bold as Marvel is, they are still not so bold as to go like. Listen, we know that half the demographic is like people who love these movies and the other half of the demographic are probably people who don't like these movies that go with the people who like these movies because some of these guys take their shirts off and they're very attractive people to look at for two hours. Well, I wonder as well, like, can you imagine Kevin Feige going in and being like, hey, so remember all that money we spent on prosthetics for Endgame? We need to spend that same amount of money for the whole movie again for this new movie and for every movie that Chris Hemsworth is going to appear in in the future. And they're like, why? And he's like, oh, I can't, I find it hard to believe that Kevin Feige would be like, hey, you know, that mo- all that money we spent investing in the greatest nutritionists and physical trainers that money could possibly buy for Chris Hemsworth. We're going to cover all that up now. Like that, because they still right. do it. Yeah. No, you that's a good mean? point. Like yeah. we spent all this money getting this guy. And then they're like, Kevin, we can't even afford fucking lightning bolts for Zeus. <laughs> I'm going to the goddamn Dollar Tree. And <laughs> 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 getting Russell Crowe. Yeah. Fucking party favors. And Russell Crowe's like, wait, can I get the nutritionist? No, Russell. And they're like, fuck out of here. Get out of here, they Russell. They throw a cell phone at him. They're like, how do you like it? That's right. Yeah, I think he's going to, I agree. I think he's going to stay be fat at the beginning, and then that's, that's pretty much that. I got one other thing I want to pitch to you, okay? Because we get some Guardians of the Galaxy here, all right? And you also get 
Thorin, like the Ravager vest and everything. Which, by the way, I think that when he reveals that he does a thing with the Ravager, like he reveals it and everything. I wonder, I may be wrong, but I wonder if that's also the reveal of like Thin Thor is back. I don't know why. It just feels like that triumphant of a thing of like, boom, baby, I'm ripped and I'm a Ravager. Look at here. Yeah, it does feel Um, like that. But I have a feeling... Because, I don't think so, though. Oh, about the thin Thor thing? I could be wrong. Because we see him leave. I think we're going to see him leave. Because there's a part where there it looks like all the Guardians of the Galaxy are are, are running away from him. And then they run it. And it looks like the same set as in the when he's wearing the Ravager right. vest, too. So I, I suspect they will be on a planet to fix a war of some kind for an extended period of time. The Guardians of the Galaxy will be winning that thing. And they're like, come on, Thor, we need you. And he's going to be like, no, I'm I'm choosing a life of pacifism. He's already fit at that point. So he just leaves. He starts meditating. And then he realizes what he wants to do. He's going to go on the ship, steal some of Peter Quill's clothes, come back out and be like, I'm ready to help. And they're like, yeah, but it's been like... It's been a month, and we're already on the winning side of this. And he's like, don't want to hear it. I'm here. I'm ready to help you win. That's That actually would be great. Right. That would fit really well in this movie, too. Yeah. I think uh, this sets up the second post credit scene, which is basically going to be the setup for Ga- Guardians 3. Oh, uh, yeah. The search for Gamora. Because there's no... In the in this shot where Peter Quill's talking yeah. to Thor, there's a group shot of, like, the family... But there's no Gamora, they, which says that she, they have not found her yet. So I, I would assume that Guardians 3 is the search for Gamora and that the post credit scene will be the Guardians setting up that movie next. I think that's going to be the final one. Uh, it's funny. I was thinking we were going to see um, what's his face. The You guys are getting paid, kid. Whatever his name is. He's playing Adam. Adam Warlock. Warlock yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be that, too, because I know they have to introduce it, But it could be something with that because he's yeah, going to yeah, yeah. be in Guardians 3. Right. But I feel like it's going to be a Guardians 3 po- second post credit scene. Yeah. I think you'll get mid credits. The thing I said about the rift, the multidimensional oh, yeah, yeah, rift. Yeah, yeah. And then I think you'll see Michael Keaton come in and be like, yeah, hey, yeah, Gore yeah. the God Butcher. You want to come help me kill Spider-Man? Hope the food's better here or whatever. <laughs> and then the, the post post credit scene is going to be Guardians 3 setup. That's what I'm calling right here. All right. You could take it to the bank. I was sort of kind of right about this Doctor Strange thing. And I'll sort of kind of be right about this, too. I can't wait for me to be wrong. Oh, also, we should point out as well that the outfit he's wearing that like red vest and stuff is a reference to Eric Masterson. Yes. Who is, there was this time where what happened? Thor kept saving this guy named Eric Masterson. And there was one point where like he was about to die. So Odin put Thor, this is like old school, like seventies, seventies, eighties comics. Yes. I've seen, I've seen pics of this. All right. So he puts Thor like in this guy's head yeah, so that he can have his powers. And so he doesn't die yeah. and he's worthy of the hammer. But now he has to pretend to be Thor, but he does it with like a different outfit on. Isn't this, is this the same Thor that's in Infinity Gauntlet, the comic Infinity Gauntlet? Oh, it could be. Yeah, I think so. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that guy, Eric Masterson, eventually separates from Thor, but he still has like his own hammer that he uses and he takes on the name Thunderstrike. Which is also my former porn name. <laughs> It's what I call my penis. Yeah. Okay, let's get into God the... No, Gore. God the Gore Butcher. Bore the Good Butcher. Yep, all of those. So Gore the God Butcher, 
I have thought about recommending this storyline to you. He's from、um, Thor, God of Thunder.、Mm-hmm. It is a 100 issue run. And you want me to read all 100 issues? I thought about it, but I, I don't know if it's going to work. But、uh, it's a very good. If you have the. Not you, Chris, but if you're listening and you have the time, give it a read. Like, Chris does not have the time. No, he does not. He has two children, and one of them is banging on his door right、He's, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Gore the God Butcher is this guy who's like, he lives on this planet. That is super religious,、uh, super dogmatic. It's tyrannical government. You have to believe in this religion. If you don't, you get excommunicated. It's the planet Florida. It is the planet Florida. That's right. Thank you. Florida, Sharia law, pizza, pizza. <laughs> so, Gore and his family, he's just some alien dude living with his family. And he's told his entire life that if he prays and if he's devout, then everything will be okay. The gods will smile upon him and he'll have good fortune. But then his family fucking dies. And he's like, what the fuck is this? What? I, but I did the thing. And they didn't, but they didn't, but I was praying. And he's like, you know, I don't think, I don't think these gods are real. And so he gets excommunicated. They force him off his planet. Because he no longer believes in the religion because he did everything right and everything still got fucked up.、Yeah. So then he's like, okay, so the gods aren't real. Whatever. That's fine. Then he's like, wait a minute. They are fucking real. What is this shit?、What? He's like, what? I, but the, but I, where what are the you fu- guys? I was praying. I'm fucking, what the, where the fuck are you? What the fuck is this shit? Do they make his voice go that high in the comics? I mean, they don't, you know, they, they imply it. Right. So he eventually. I don't remember how he does this, but he gets something known as the Necrosword, which is a sword created from the all black by the god of symbiotes known as Null. It's basically a venom sword. Yeah. So we might be moving in that direction. Maybe. We might be getting some symbiotes. I, do you think some would, symbiote milk? I question if they'll have. That with that origin story, I don't think they will yet. Yeah, but it's, I think it's going to be terrifyingly venom esque. Yes, but I don't think they'll, I think it'll be one of those things where like they use it, but they don't say it. Like almost like mutants, like they can't say the word, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think they, even if they could, I don't think Marvel's pretty strategic on how they introduce things. And they're like, we don't want to shoot our wad on symbiotes on this. We want to hold that until we can really do it in a Spider Man movie because that's where it's known for. I suspect they'll make the link down the road. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they'll wait. It, eventually, the symbiote will be introduced. They'll run out sp- of ideas eventually. Well, I think it'll be introduced. <laughs> the idea of the symbiote will be introduced in a Spider Man movie. And then as soon as it's out, then they can bring it back around, like during an Avengers movie or something. They can make a reference and say it was a symbiote sword. Or even in a future Thor movie, or honestly, even a future Spider Man movie, we could see the sword floating in space and a symbiote piece come off of it and make its way and become an actual symbiote. Right, right. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll wait. But、uh, to see the weapon, I'm, I'm interested and fascinated by the idea that they did not show anything of Christian Bale in this show. It must be intentional. I bet he's fucking terrifying. Yes, and that's what I mean. I think because if it was anything, not lackluster, but if it was anything just fine,、yeah. I think they'd be like,、eh, throw him in there. Yeah, yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah, so I think there's something else going on.、Here. I think they're saving it until we get closer to the movie. Yes. I did not realize how close all these movies are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Doctor Strange is. Do you know when Black Panther 2 is coming out? No, do you? Take a guess August. This year? Yeah. You think? 
I don't know. I haven't I, seen a trailer. Well, I don't know. You were just we were just talking about how close these movies are. I know. Are. I was just trying to get because I thought it was going to be like 2024 or some shit. Right. And it's November. It's, it's November of this yeah. year. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Isn't okay. that oh, so I was really far off. Well, I was just amazed that that it wasn't that you were far off. You were really close. I was amazed that you thought it was that soon. Oh, I was trying to use context clues. Yeah. I, Fuck uh, yeah. you. Do you know when the Marvels is coming out? No. Tomorrow, bitch. No. Wow. <laughs> fucking <that's> February. <laughs> February. It already came out? <laughs> it was last, yeah, like 10 God years damn, ago. We missed it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> fucking A. No wonder none of this makes any sense. But, like, in the next year, we're going to have, like, five Marvel movies. This is what Marvel does. This is what, if, if no one remembers this, because it was a thousand years ago before COVID. You think they've just been making these movies in quarantine? This is what they used to do. It would be, like, you wouldn't get any movies for, like, two years, and then it's, like, Five movies, motherfuckers. No, man. When they start, we were for a long time getting it was like, like a two movie movies year. a year. But then there was a year, there was like a gap year, and then they were like, here, have fucking everything. Just turk it all. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy. They, I think they did stock up, actually. Yeah. I think some of that is what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that they had COVID and they were like, we can kind of shoot some of this, or some of this was already in the bag. Right. And, ready and to they go. had to hold and off then, because no one was allowed in movie theaters. So now they've got. Doctor Strange and No Way Home and Thor. Right. But I think they also had like scripts and casts and directors and deals in place. Right. And then they couldn't go and shoot, but everything was in place. So right. everything was like, stacked up. And they kept doing up. the first phase of every movie. Right. Like they kept getting the script for the next movie and then the script for the next movie, the casting for the those movies. Right. And yeah. then so they, they were like, all right, well, now we'll just make everything all at once. And then when the government said, OK, good, they just hit the green button and we're just uh, like, yeah. fucking <laughs> go. This is not a drill, everyone. <laughs> go, go. And Taika Waititi's like yeah. sliding out of fireman's pole somewhere in the Marvel factory. Yeah. Yeah, this is how I imagine things. Like an 80s child's cartoon. He does that anyway, though. Yeah. Now that we've talked about this for an hour, yeah. would you like to move on? You told me you thought we'd be able to talk about it for 20 to 30 minutes. Well, I was being modest in my yeah, prediction. I yeah, I'm, I'm just in this minute 30. Gets me very excited for this movie. Yeah, I'm uh, fully erect. Yeah, but you came into this that way. Constantly, <laughs> yeah. I'm the reason they tell you to see your doctor after four hours. Yeah. Because I constantly need a doctor. But I'm always thinking of this trailer, and that's why. It's a great trailer. That's true. Even before it was made. Even before it's it was made. I've been waiting. For, it's the anticipation. Patient. <laughs> Looks great. Yeah. July 8th. Mark it on the calendars, everyone. I'm still trying to figure out when I'm going to fucking see Doctor Strange. Uh, we'll get into that. Or we won't. Or we won't. Who knows? Uh, let's go into the reading assignment, shall we? Let's. Chris. Yes. You gave me for the reading assignment Justice League of America Rock of Ages. Yes. Which is not to be confused with the Broadway show Rock of Ages. Justice League. Just just his league. That's yeah. right. Oh, yes. JLA is. Rock of Ages is a six-issue Justice League storyline from 1997, written by Grant Morrison and illustrated by Howard Porter. It's the third arc of Morrison's JLA series following American Dreams and leading into Strength in Numbers. Rock of Ages follows the Justice League as they showcase why the most powerful card in a game of Uno is... The reverse card. (laughs) After the Justice League screw the proverbial pooch, they mulligan that shit using time travel... And try to tell their past selves to do the right thing. It's reminiscent of The Sound of Thunder by Ray Bradbury. Rock of Ages highlights how even the smallest changes can have otherworldly effects on the future. So, what did you think of this? Uh, uh, all right, yeah. I, I 
My first read. Th- I didn't write it. You you don't have to worry about offending me. Oh, it sucked then. No, okay. I, my <laughs> first read through. Okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, and I kind of skimmed it a little bit, and I was like, right, yeah, I know. Like, there's there's it's very verbose, which DC loves. Morrison loves to do. Yeah, he does. And I'm like, yeah, get to the thing. What's the thing? And then I was like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> right. Because I like skipped. I felt that way too. Partially yeah. because I, I I mean I thought I was like, did I miss something? What's going on? Like halfway through it, I'm like, what's going? On? Why are we here? What's happening? Right. Where are these places? Who are these people? And I was fairly confident that none of it would be answered, but a lot of it was. Yeah. I trusted the process and I got a lot of my questions answered. Yeah. And even by the end, I was like, I still don't really get what's happening. I, I was prepared to come in here and be like, I don't think I really liked this. It's not right. really for me, especially because I uh, to prepare for the reading assignment, I already had. In the chamber, something prepared for this episode to uh, assign to you. Okay. It's a storyline that I'd heard about, and it's the right time to assign it. So I read that, and I was like, oh, this is really good. Like, I really liked that. Right, right, right. And I was like, so okay, you're I kind of comparing it to this other thing you're going to give me. Right, yeah. exactly. And I'm like, this was way more, like, I was compelled by this thing. But the Rock of Ages thing, I was like, I don't know. It didn't really have my attention. So I started doing research on it and looking up videos, and I went on YouTube to find reviews, and I found, like, a book club talking about it. But another thing I found was Kevin Smith reading one of the issues. Oh, yes. I Yes. Yes. The, reading the— Issue 14, oh, oh, I believe. Just a quick spoil. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing, too, is I don't want to—we uh, rarely do this. But I'm a, for this part, I'm going to do non-spoilers, and then I'll, I'll mention when we get into spoilers. Okay, great. But— uh, after I heard that, I was like, I got to go back through and reread this fucking thing. Yes. Yes. And I did. And it totally changed the entire experience. Right. I know the exact episode. I remember listening to that podcast episode. It blew me. Like the second time I read it through, I was like, this changes fucking everything. Like now that I it's a little bit like, you know, when you read Shakespeare, Ian McKellen famously said, don't read Shakespeare. Never read Shakespeare. It's meant to be seen. It's not meant to be read. It is horrible to try to get through reading it. And in that in that same way, like if you're an actor approaching Shakespeare, you don't really have an option. You're not supposed to watch shows because then you'll be like, oh, I'll just do what that guy's doing. And it really should be your own interpretation. So one thing that I will do, and in fact, I did like a small reading, uh, like sort of a book club with Shakespeare shows with a friend of mine who's a theater person who doesn't know Shakespeare very well. During quarantine, when we were all like stuck at home, we would Zoom and like read Hamlet. And one of the things that we found very helpful was reading the spark notes first. Mm-hmm. And then reading the scene. And then we're like, okay, I know what's happening. I know what they're saying. I understand point A and point B and the shit in the middle. And I feel like that that helped me a lot with this, knowing like, oh, that's who, because there's a lot of like ominous, ambiguous speakers narrating this. Yeah, each issue kind of has its own narration to it. Right. And they speak in the first person and a right. lot of times you don't really know like they're like all of the like this one of them is like all of these people know who I am and I'm always here and they see me and they move on and I'm like what the fuck is this? Right. What am I reading? Right. It's you know and, and it was very confusing at first and then listening to Kevin Smith sort of talk about it as he's reading it like a bedtime story for kids it really helped me get an understanding of what the fuck this thing is about. Right. Right. So um, the first two issues, it's hard for me to talk too much about it, I'll say, because everything is very – it takes wild left and right turns 
on a dime and goes like a complete and not like in a you know I said the same thing about um, identity crisis yeah which you're like maybe it's this person oh it's but that's more of a a whodunit left and right turn red herring type of thing it's just like this is like all of a sudden you're on the other side of the galaxy and you don't know why careening right yeah yeah, so like the first two issues feature a fairly generic story about fighting light clones of themselves that were sent by the evil league of evil or some shit yeah but the next issue quickly shows that major consequences can come from a single wrong decision made during a fairly run-of-the-mill storyline as the main characters find themselves stranded on the other end of the entire galaxy. And the next two issues after that shoot off an entirely separate direction that has nothing to do with space travel. Yep. (laughs) I think I would have liked it better as a cinematic of some kind. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe, Maybe each section needed to be a little longer. Mm-hmm. Because it's very dense. It is. But it does careen. Like you're right. It careens like left and right. Right. Like it's just pinballing all around. And is this what Zack Snyder was trying to go for with Zack Snyder's Justice League? You know, maybe he was actually. I Now that you say it, this could have been an influence that no one has really made a reference to. Because everyone talks about like a kingdom come or injustice or something like that. But this does feel very much like what Zack Snyder was like going towards. I also think it could have. This is the reason I signed this is like I said before, I've been trying to find some Justice League stuff because I haven't really given you a whole lot. And I was trying to look up like some of the better Justice League story arcs. And they say this is one of the better ones. And I kind of every single time I open a top 10, it just says there are none. Yeah, it just says nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Sorry, man. But this is this is always on there. And I I had read it like years and years ago. And I remember liking it. And then I heard that episode from Kevin Smith and I'm like, I got to read reread this again and i think it is really good as far as the justice league story goes i think it is a stronger one than a lot of the others out there i like the stuff in the post-apocalyptic setting yeah and i actually in my when i remembered it i was like oh that's like most of the storyline and it's not Yeah, no it's two issues it's like two issues two of six out of six and and so i was like it would be actually nice if that was like the bulk of it because yeah. I liked living in that world. Like that was interesting to me that it's not an else world. It's not a parallel dimension. It's like, well, I think as well, the thing about that that is interesting is that they're solving problems. Right. And I don't want to get again, I don't want to get too much into it. But a lot of the first stuff is just like, ah, it's a it's a light clone of Superman. Well, I'll just use my light absorption and right. we'll beat these clones back to where they came from. And there's a lot of stuff like. Very early on where Batman's like, I have a hunch that this is a a bunch of our villains working together. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? And it's never explained. There's a lot of stuff like that where you're like, how do you know that, though? Like, what what do you mean? You're just like saying shit. Whereas the stuff in those two issues are very like mathematical, scientific and everyone is at the end of their rope. Right. The stakes literally couldn't be higher. Yes, and they could not be kind of in a lower place. Like, the mountain that they have to climb, yeah, is is huge. Um, and I agree with you. I think this could have been better served to where it was like one issue of that setup and then, because I like the idea, like you said, of like a, a commonplace Justice League story that you would feel like is just an everyday thing for them. And then because of like one minute decision that they normally wouldn't even think about, it careens the storyline into a completely different direction. See, I even say just make it a 
nine or ten issue series. Keep the first two and the last one exactly the same. Make the space travel one one extra issue and have the post-apocalyptic stuff be like four issues. But but that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. If you want to go longer with the issues, I totally get it. But I'm saying like if you were to keep it six issues, then make it like one issue. But set see, up. then I worry that there's a bunch of others like you miss a bunch of other stuff that's in there, too. That, no, I agree with you. I'm Listen, if yeah, they yeah. were like, no, we're going to make this even longer into like a nine, ten, almost maxi right, right, series. Because right. I worry that like part of the thing that actually intrigues me about this is that. You really don't see it coming. Yes. Whereas, like, if the first part were shorter, mm-hmm. I'd just be like, oh, this is what we're doing now. Like, it that whole thing was just a setup for this. Whereas, right. like, the first two issues being a sort of run-of-the-mill story. It kind of comes out of nowhere when it's, like, three issues in. Right. Yeah, which is kind of brilliant in its way. I was going to say as well, I wonder how much of my, like, difficulty enjoying this my first time through came from... My entry point of comics being Marvel. Yeah. So actually, that is a question I wanted to ask, because as I was rereading it, I was like, maybe this is a little it's a little denser as far as in the in the DC universe than I know. And it's also from an era of the DC universe that like not it's not it's it's not its best time. You know, it's a lot slower as well. Like it's not a the thing I'm going to assign to you is a Marvel story. And it just like goes and goes and goes. And even though like the Moon Knight lunatic we talked about, it's just, you know, they're page turners. You're just like next, 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 next. Whereas this is like you really have to sit down, pay attention to the words. It reminds me a little bit of the other other history of the DC universe, which is very wordy and very dense. Right. I was going to say, did you find, because there's some characters in the, like Aztec is a character that is just like never seen really ever again. And as I set up before, like there's a blue Superman. Did you find that this was still, even though you're not your main foray isn't DC that this, did it feel like somewhat inaccessible? Not for that stuff. There were a okay. couple things that, Cause like you know you just go like, oh yeah, there's just this happened. Like there there was stuff like uh, at the beginning they make it very clear that like oh Wonder Woman's dead. Okay, and I was like oh all right or like and and Barry Allen's dead. Good to know. So that must have just happened. Which yeah. is funny too because I went back and I when I saw that I was like real and I went back and I was like do they do they explain that in the last issue and she's in the issue before that. And she evidently died in her own. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, OK. Cause I had to look that up because I was like, wait a minute. They don't explain. It's like she's just in the last page of the issue of issue number nine. Right. Rock of Ages starts on issue number 10. And they're like, oh, yeah, she died. Yeah. I think this is a very good predecessor to um, trying to figure out how to make Aquaman cool. As well. Yeah. <laughs> they do yeah. some cool stuff with him. But but a lot of it, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm on board. Like, what happened to Oliver Queen? I don't know. Who gives a shit? Like, uh-huh. we'll figure it out, you know? Right. Like, right, it's right, not right. important to the plot. There's no twist that's, like, dependent on me knowing. The rest of the DC universe. Well, any dependent on me knowing anything that wasn't explained to me very early on. Right, 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 right. Okay. Like, cool. there's nothing that's like, ha, ha, ha. Because, like, if they were just like... We were able to do this because Wonder Woman died. And I was like, wait, who died? When? When did that what happen? Happened? Like, that'd yeah. be a very different thing. But right. for the most part, you're like, yeah, right. Roll with it. Like, DC- Marvel has always been like that, too. Where, like, the old Iron Man comics where he's just like, well, yeah, there will be, like, a new villain who uses sound waves. Right. And you're like, how's Iron Man going to get out of this one? And he's like, good thing I remembered when you guys weren't watching and we didn't put this in any comics to put in my sound absorption panels 
and you're like, okay, whatever, oh, okay. you know. Yeah. And so, like, in that same way, or Superman's like... every like, issue of the X-Men, it's just like, all right, just so you know, it's right. these characters, this issue. Right, right, right. And then there's, like, 20 other characters in the background for next issue, what yeah, that, yeah. whichever ones we want. But uh, in that same way, when Superman is like, oh, yeah, I can absorb light, I'm like, okay, so he can absorb light. Uh, and, in fact, there's a part where that, I won't spoil it, but there's a part down the road where that knowledge of that ability saves him. Or, like, knowledge of that ability helps because it doesn't feel like it comes out of nowhere later. Right. When we get into spoilers, we can talk about it. But the, the, there's a part where at the in the first issue, he's like, oh, yeah, I can absorb light. So I'll just absorb these assholes who are, like, light clones of us. And then, like, three issues down the road, you're like, oh, shit, how did he get out of that? And he's like, oh, because I can absorb energy, which I told you three issues ago. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. So the stuff you need to know is sort of explained very early on. So I, I was yeah. like, yeah, right. The breadcrumbs are set. It was more weird to me that I was like, wait, like, the one that first threw me off was I was like who the, who the fuck is I forgot his first name Connor Connor Hawk oh 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 and I was like wait a minute they have a, a guy who shoots bow and arrows who's named after a hawk sounds familiar to me I've never actually <laughs> put that together until you just said that yeah alright uh, let's very quickly move into some spoiler stuff uh, the Joker evidently has a very strong mind which is I pretty cool really that's one of the one of the details about this that I really like and kind of the mark of a, of a good writer of like, I'm going to take this character or I'm going to do something with this idea. And that has never been done before where the Martian mind, the Martian mind. Well, essentially in this issue, yeah, it's uh, what he's the doing. Martian Manhunter bends his mind to basically, cause he can shape shift physically. So he's like, well, I can bend my brain to match what the Joker is and his lobes. And you know, that and, is really cool. And he yeah. basically becomes like the Joker. In order to figure out what he's thinking, which I'm like, that's in order to match the chaotic randomization. Yeah. And I'm like, that's brilliant right there. Yeah. It's like going on the same wavelength. Yeah. Like we've been doing this whole episode. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. Well, I was thinking as well that even at the end, he he does the opposite to the Joker. Oh, yeah, he does. Because the Joker comes out with the Philosopher's Stone. Yes. And he's like, I'm just going to murder everybody. And then he's like, wait a minute. Why am I doing this? What have I done with my life? I've thrown it all away. And everyone's like, what's happening? And Martian Manhunter is like, please hurry. Please take that from him. And he's like, I am like manipulating his brain, his brain right. to be a normal person. But yeah. I, it's, he says it's too strong. I can't hold it for much longer. That's what I meant by like his brain is very strong. Like the chaos in this madman I is so that powerful idea. that Martian Manhunter can't hold can't it even for very hold long. A telepathic yeah. ability on him—it's great. It's just like it's just a hurricane in his mind. And also, like I also wrote here, Lex Luthor is such a little shithead. Where he's like, you know what, you could do, Joker, to be redeemed by everyone. Bring back all of the lives that were lost, and that also makes it so that he can't be prosecuted because nobody died. Yes. It's yeah. brilliant. Because yeah. so, I was like, what the fuck does he give a shit? Like when he said that, I was like, this is very out of character for Lex Luthor. And yeah. then literally like the next page, they're like, all right, we're hauling you off to jail, Lex. You're not getting away this time. And he's like, jail for what? Nobody died. No one's dead. Yeah, nothing bad I happened. I didn't do anything. So yeah. I do like that there's some clever Batman stuff. Like uh, out torturing Desaad is yeah. pretty cool that he's he's been spending like eight years. Yeah, And, and that was a detail <laughs> that I really liked. And I actually wish that... He kind of gone into like more detail because yeah. I'm like, I want to hear more about that process. Like, yeah, how did that I would have liked to see years? some of it, I think. Yeah, you could have done like a tie in issue, like a side issue or something. I'd almost like you know? to see who did um, Court of Owls. 
Is that Scott Snyder? Uh, Scott Snyder. Who did? The, do you remember who did the art? Greg Capullo. Because I was going to yeah. say you could almost do some stuff. I know this is very early for this in the the like real world timeline, but right, right. There's stuff in that where he like starts to like lose his fucking mind. Yeah, and you could do some of that in yeah. this kind of thing, just like scary oh, shit. That would you know? be really good. Where they're both just like fucking torturing each other yes. in their psychologically yes, and um, convincing Metron to become a human. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's pretty that cool. That is pretty good. Just so you could punch him in the face. I, it's pretty good. I do feel that one was a little obvious and I was like, you didn't see that coming Metron. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Really? Well, I think it's one of those ideas of like, he feels he is so high up being a new God and trying to possess all this but knowledge. Also, time and a place. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know that I would I like if 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 there was an ant and an ant came to me and was like, let me tell you, asshole, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to see you try. And they, and I had the ability to change into an ant. And they were like, you should turn into an ant because then you would know what it's like to be an ant. Even if I wanted to know what that's like, I'd be like, that's a good point. And then I'd squish the ant and then I'd do it. Right. I think <laughs> there was also the idea of like the temptation like that is his goal is to gain all knowledge. And he's and Batman tempted him with like, well, the only way the guy to get from this- the flat. You haven't seen that season. I think he might be in the flash, but they, they never give I mean, him. A oh, I'll give it a Google. Will you? Because there's a guy who he's not a new God person, but he looks like. His like design in the show looks exactly like this Metron guy who I've never heard of. Um, it's uh the thinker, but it oh, looks like it, Metron. He's got like a. Did you see the chair and shit? Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. just like him. They literally say, "Why does the Flash thinker look so much like Metron?" On a oh, that's funny article. Yeah, <laughs> Justice League evidently has become going to become the new gods. I guess, yeah, because they said that they're like you're the forerunners, and they're like what? Because <laughs> he says the gods to come. Right. Oh. That may be a lead in to another Grant Morrison's DC storyline that ends up coming on down the line, which is called DC 1 million. Because there's a, I recognize some of those characters. And DC 1 million, which I have not read and I want to, maybe it'll turn into a reading assignment, but it is Grant Morrison was like, I would like to do a storyline in the year that DC would theoretically hit its one millionth issue. Uh, so like when all the comic runs like hit right. around like issue one million, that would be It's gonna actually line up. It would be like eight the year eight uh like eight thousand something something something. It's like eight hundred and twenty three years from now. Yeah. Basically. That's not 8,000. No, it's not. I forget what it was. <laughs> I, I, I they, they give a year and I feel like it would it's be a, eight, like a million weeks. Right. Right. Um but they, I forget what it is. A million divided by ten is a hundred thousand divided just, by wait. five. I can fix this. I can I can figure this out really easy. Hold on, because they come out every week, right? Oh, I'm sorry. This is where I'm getting Andrew. It's the 853rd century. There you go. That's yes. where it takes place. The 853rd century. Yeah, that sounds closer. Yeah, that sounds about right. Batman always smiles right before he dies. Evidently. Because we get a bit of a smirk from him in this one, and also in uh, the Killing Joke, he's laughing. Yes. Yeah. Not to spoil that, but, you know, it's old. Right. You should sure. have read it by now Why not? if you gave a shit. We kind of get Ant-Man running up into Thanos's butthole. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. The DC classy <laughs> version of that. <laughs> it's not even that classy, too. It's very it's unsettling. Right. In the it's eye. Disturbing. It goes right like, in the yeah, eye. Through the eye. Yeah. Into the brain. If you were going to have a small man kill you. Would you yes. rather have that small man enter through your eye or through your butt? 
And I'm asking you, Andrew Dunn, in this real world scenario. But are we specifically talking about Ant-Man versus the Atom? Like the events of this book that we just read? Because he doesn't just like carve out his eye. He enters as light. Right. So I'm saying you, Andrew Dunn, one of these guys is going to kill you. You can either have the Atom enter your eye as light sure okay because that's different than a little man burrowing into your retina or a little man burrowing up your butt the eye either way you're gonna die as long as he's not like burrowing into my eye because when he goes in as light it it you don't feel it and then he just like blasts your brain and then you're dead how about this little bigger tear duct no so you'd rather have a little man go up your butt yeah okay because he'll hit your prostate going up there and that's gonna feel bueno <laughs> Great. Awesome. I'm glad we got that. Got that covered. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Anything else? No. If you have the opportunity to look up the Kevin Smith reading, it's on YouTube. Just look up Kevin Smith Rock of Ages and it'll come up. It's really good. And that's probably the best issue of this entire series. He gets a lot of stuff wrong. Like Who, his Kevin re- Smith? He, Yeah, he misreads. Like there were times where I had to go back and look and be like, does it say 15 years later? And then it's like, oh, no, it's 15 years earlier. He just said later. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that that if you're really paying attention, you might get confused. So you might want to read along with it like a right. like you used to do with audiobooks when you'd actually crack the book open and listen while you read. Right, right, right. Cool. All right. Overall, recommend, not recommend? It's a hard question, man. I, I think I do. Okay. It's not a good first comic. No, 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 no. If no, you no, no, if no. you watched Zack Snyder's Justice League and thought, this is pretty good, I wonder what he could do with this, what he was planning on doing with it, this might be a cool thing to make you even sadder oh, yeah. that it never happened. Yep. And it never will. <laughs> and it never will. Except if you keep tweeting about it. Yeah. So keep at it. Release the Rock of Ages Snyder Cut. I mean, it did win the Oscar for Best Cinema Moment Ever or whatever. Whatever the hell that was. Rock of Ages? No, the Zack Snyder's Justice League. That can't be true. Uh, Look it up. It was a thing of Barry Allen enters the Speed Force was the greatest moment in something, something. Anyway, not the point. What do you, you you got something for me? Oh, I got a lot for you. And a reading assignment? And a reading assignment. Oh, lovely. I would like you to read and report back on Doctor Strange, The Oath. Oh, because we got a little Doctor Strange movie coming out. We do have a little Doctor Strange movie coming out. And I don't want to give away too much. Don't read anything about this before you read it. It goes quick. I thought you were going to say, don't read this (laughs) before you read (laughs) this. Don't read it. Just wait for the movie. Yeah, it's uh, essentially Doctor Strange and Wong have both seen better days, but as damaged as they are, they have to work together to get back something that was stolen from them. Something more important than you could possibly imagine. Their love. No, it's, a, it's an actual thing. <laughs> like a burrito. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's a very cool story. I really like it. So All right. All right. I'm excited. And uh, there's a couple cameos as well that uh, I think you'll recognize. And that's what makes it like the new movie coming out. Because of all the cameos. All the cameos. There may be some that you know from certain Netflix uh, shows. Like Bridgerton. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to see Doctor Strange crossover with Bridgerton. That would be incredible. 
All right, cool, 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 cool. I think I'm trying to see if I can find it while I'm talking to you, which isn't gonna happen. Just start reading it while we're recording and get. I done. can send it to you. Um, no, no, it's on our normal. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it? It's Doctor Strange. Oh, wait, is it because I'm putting this period here? You just search Strange Oath, uh, and additionally, if you put that into Pornhub, oh, I'm totally gonna do that. <laughs> God, want to see? Oh, here it is. Okay. Why did oh because I was putting dr that's why instead of md <laughs> that's true and he has earned that right and that respect right, he went to medical school damn it okay cool awesome getting that right now so I think that's about it right oh fuck dude I don't fucking know god yeah, damn yeah looking at the time it is definitely it all right well then uh, oh actually hey Andrew yeah hey Andrew yeah hey Andrew yes Chris what god damn. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We put out videos there every now and then. Go there and give us a subscribe, like our videos, give us a thumbs up, write a comment about how much you love us and how I'm definitely either more handsome or uglier than Tom Cruise. You can also find us on patreon.com slash the media lunch break where uh, we won't be in a club about podcast pop culture stuff. Evidently, unless I can convince them to let me in like a, a Johnny come a in the second meeting. Don't give me that look, you fucking piece of shit. And you can also what was that? find us on, you can send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. You can, I don't like this voice anymore. I'm getting out of it. I'm getting like out of it, Chris. Voice. I'm getting out I of like it. I like it a lot. You can also visit our website at themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. All of those were questions for some reason, and you can answer them. You tell us if we're there by giving us a rate. Yes, that's there. right. By giving us... Any number of things. Yeah. Your social security number. I don't know why I couldn't say those words. Social security number. You can give us uh, a high five, Mm -hmm. pat on the back, a reach around, or a subscribe to a reach around. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Special thank you to Julie. Thank you. Julie, <laughs> for being super awesome, just sticking around for whatever the hell this has been <laughs> for the reach around. Oh man, that's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> How do we still have people that listen to this? I don't fucking know, man. I really don't understand. You listen to it? I'm not sure how I do it. Fuck my life. This episode was too long. It was too. We long. didn't think it was going to be very long. No. In my heart of hearts, I knew it was still going to be this long. There's no getting out We're of this. We're growers, not showers. Yeah, that's for sure. <clears throat> As always, Andrew mentioned about uh, leaving a review. You can leave it right in app. It really does help us out. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You leave a five-star review. You can put whatever you want in there. All right? Uh, leave a five-star review, and you can put... Put in your favorite cameo from Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, but one prerequisite, one important detail you have to... that, that is important in this. Um, it can't be one that's actually in the movie. Yes. You have to do it before you go see Doctor Strange. Sonic the Hedgehog. But you have the to... Puff Marshmallow Man. You have to Man. word it as if you have seen the movie Pillsbury Doctor Strange. Pillsbury Doughboy. Ooh, that's a good one. Chris Treble. The Hamburglar. The Hamburglar. 
I'll go even one more. Grimace. No, fuck that guy. Yeah, I, you know what? I agree. He owes me money. <laughs> he, know, he knows what he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just listened to us talk about Thor trailer. Uh, that's and, right. And the uh, and Ju- Justice League of America Rock of Rock Ages. Of ages. But, here's but if the deal. you have something that you want us to I'm read, to it. If, you, if, you have something, to it. if you have something you want us to read, if you're like, hey, jackasses, what are you doing that for? You should hey, do this other thing. Hey, jackasses, I know you made up this subject for this episode yesterday, <laughs> and it's very obvious. You should have yeah. been talking about this the whole time anyway. Uh, send it on over. If you created something, you made a movie, you made a podcast, you made a television show. If you made a television show. Holy that shit. A, that's pretty fucking impressive because that takes yeah. a lot of work. But and, also, uh, if you're looking for actors. Yep. If you're looking for someone to be typecast to uh, sit on a beach yep. in the Bahamas. Yeah. Wear a Hawaiian shirt and just take those glasses down and just go. Whoa. And then shotgun a little Caesar's hot and ready pizza. <laughs> it is. There it is. We're your men. Or you we're yeah. your people. Yeah. Yeah, let's not just toss around man no, like No. No. Uh, like we've earned it. <laughs> but uh yeah, you made a movie, you you made a comic, something like that. You created something brand new. You want to put some eyes on it. You want to put some ears on it. You want us to talk about it a little bit. You send it on over. We're happy to do that. I love doing those. We haven't gotten one of those in a little while, and I think it's about damn time. Uh, so send it on over to us. That is it. We talked about trailer next week, the news. Yeah, followed Tuesday. By Tuesday. Newsday. Newsday. Yeah. Followed by, let's talk, we'll figure it out. Doctor Strange comes out by then, but we'll, we might have to delay it for a week. So maybe, I think what we'll just do is we'll just do two two Newsday Tuesdays in a row. We're not fucking doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can, we can figure it out. But I'm, wow, I was doing this to help We're you gonna out. We're going to be like, welcome just- to the Tuesday Newsday. You know what news happened? Doctor Strange came out, and we're going to talk about that. That's true. That's good. That's very true. Wow. I love... I was trying to help you out. Absolutely you just bit not. the hand Fuck that feeds that. you right there. Fuck me. All right. Okay. That's the attitude. And the horse I rode in on. <laughs> God damn. That's the attitude you got to have in life, kids. That's the mark of a successful man. All right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out something here. But, as always... As always, I don't even, I don't ever finish it with as always. There is no as always. We made a thing. Uh, but there it is. We made a thing. I don't think I said that last time. No. That's what I forgot. You fucked up. I did fuck up. We made a thing. There it is. There wasn't a thing. And now look at this. Now there's a thing. That's how easy it is to go out there and make a thing. If you've been listening to this, chances are you're already out there making a thing while you're listening to this. And if you haven't been, go out there. Go make something. It's this simple. If these two jackasses can do it, you can do it. Okay? Let that be your inspiration. Let that be your guiding light. These two morons did a thing, so why can't I? Anything you make will inevitably be better. Easily. 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 We're two idiots on a mic. Honest to God, if you open up a a bag of of bread and you empty it out on the floor and throw some salami on there, there's a 50-50 chance the sandwich is going to turn out better than our podcast. Yes. And there's a 50-50 chance that Andrew and I will show up asking for a sandwich. <laughs> and then be hauled out when we inevitably light the, burn the building down <laughs> and 400-pound raw muscular firefighters 
carry us out while we're eating the sandwich. But we'll make sure to say how many firefighters we need and have them carry 400. you out. Oh, 400. Oh, there's 400 <laughs> firefighters now, too. I thought that's what you said, because you said 400 firefighters. No, I meant 400 muscles. I meant to and because you said 400 pounds, and so I said it's a pound. This is getting too deep in the lore, Chris. Not in this mind's eye. I'm picturing this fireman. <laughs> And he is cut. Does he look like Chris Hemsworth? Yes. And he sounds... Is he Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, he's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. He sounds like Chris Hemsworth, and he cuddles like Chris Hemsworth. How do you know what Chris Hemsworth cuddles like? Look at that man. You know he's a champion cuddler. Imagine it. You can you can easily picture it. I kind of don't want to... <laughs> Because once I start, I'll never stop. I don't want to picture it because I just want it to be real. Do you think uh, people masturbate to our show? I know I have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's going to be it. That's it. That's it. I'm fucking done. <laughs>